Well, my daughter, Sammy, only really started competing um, a couple of years ago. Um, she was only doing two sessions a week in a small squad program. So um, the fact that she evolved to become a state champion two years ago really took me by surprise. Um, so proud mama moment just watching her win the 100 backstroke at state championships. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the show that shares information, ideas and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramston, and today I'm talking to Joe Cox about the art of asking swimming parents to help. And this was one of these really interesting conversations where we uh, sort of wandered into areas that I wasn't expecting to go which is fantastic, really. Now, as you'll learn, Joe swam as a child, which led her to study in America. And she's now a swimming parent and has joined the club committee at her local club, Abbotsley. And what came across in the conversation is that she's a really grounded person and had some great advice about how to operate. And we actually talked quite deeply about motivation and influence. In fact, probably thought about it far deeper than I've ever done in the context of uh, a bunch of parents running a uh, swimming club before. So uh, I found that quite interesting. Anyway, let's cut to the conversation. I started off, as I always do, by asking her when it was that she realised that she was committed to swimming. As an athlete, um, I was probably in my primary school carnival. And at the time, um, I still remember I didn't own a cosy. I had a bikini. And I raced in my bikini and um, made it through to the zone um, from my primary school carnival. Made it through to the zone, still wore my bikini at the zone. And I won zone in my bikini. And then I think I was eight years old, I moved up to area. And um, I think I got second or third in area and um, went through to state. So it was when I got through to state when I was about eight. Without any swimming lessons, I decided to get a one-piece and actually ended up uh, finishing third, I think, in the 50 backstroke as an eight-year-old at one of those um, primary school carnivals many, many years ago. So that's how I started my swimming. That was my first racing. And um, from there, I um, got into a bit of squad training. And I swam with Terry Gathercole at Kalani Swim Centre. Terry was a um, 1956 Olympian, I believe. And, uh, yeah, from there, swam with um, Kalani Heights Swimming Club and represented the club at a state and national level and really enjoyed just um, the camaraderie and squad training and the travelling. And then at the ripe old age of 17, I got a scholarship over to the United States. So I continued my swimming and my studies straight up out of high school. I went over to America and it was amazing. So that's my competitive background. And I guess as an official, I've just as a parent been sitting on the sidelines and just wanted to contribute back into the program so yeah I think a couple of years ago um, I um, started working on the website with yourself I think Ben and then moved on to become a technical official and as a check starter and yeah just kind of moved my way up the ranks a little bit so currently secretary of the club so that's it in a in a five like a one minute nutshell Oh, what a what a lovely story! Um, particularly <laughs> starting off with the bikini and then having to get a one piece. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sign so, of progress. Yeah, never had a swim 
I'd never had a swim um, lesson before, so just took to the water and really loved it. So, yeah. And you talked about moving to America and studying over there. Have you swum yes. continuously since then? Do you still swim? Well, um, when I came back from America in, I think it was 1994, I was in my mid-20s, and um, I started on the master's circuit with um, Ringa master's program and that was really fun because a lot of my friends that I grew up with um, were still swimming and um, once again the culture was just really fun and I enjoyed it um, so I love the compete, competing side of things I don't particularly like the training I find um, still water swimming training extremely boring so um, I started doing quite a lot of ocean swimming and um, as a youngster, um, I was a member of Manly Life Saving Clubs, Life Saving Clubs. So um, I used to compete for them, and I, I really enjoyed ocean water swimming. So I probably came back and did a lot of ocean water swimming. Um, I did the Rottnest Island swim with my girlfriend a couple of years ago, which was fun, but I'll never do that again. That's a pretty um, serious swim, that one, isn't it? Twenty-one kilometres with lots of sharks, but thankfully. Um, no sharks in our way and um, yeah I did it with my girlfriend so it took us five and a half hours to complete that but um, as of now I'm not competing um, for masters I've just kind of put that on the, the back burner and um, but doing a bit of netball now so as I said I, I just really do find training for myself very boring so um, just trying some other things instead just to keep fit well good on you good on you so we've talked a lot about the the wet side of swimming but on the dry side yes. earlier on you were saying that you're involved with uh, all sorts of things which I can certainly attest to what's the most favorite thing that you enjoy doing uh, out of the pool in the swimming side of things um, I think when I first um, started at Abbotsley Swim Club um, I didn't know a lot of people so by joining the committee it actually made me meet lots of people and communicate with lots of people and I have some really beautiful friendships now especially with my daughter who's 13 um she's got there's a lot of 13 12 year olds on the Abbotsley Swim Club so um just form some really good friendships but it's just a lot easier than just sitting on the side not doing anything to maybe get myself involved and it's been lovely because it's um I think strengthen my relationship with the swim coaches. So by doing a bit of work on the committee, I'm in constant contact with them, which is a really good relationship. Um, so, yeah, I think just forming those friendships um, has been great. I guess um, another thing is um, I get bored very easily. So just having some tasks to do just keeps my mind quite active. And it's, like I said before, it's always... Um, introducing me especially to more IT skills which I'm not very good at so it forces me to keep training my brain and learning things that I wouldn't necessarily do so yeah it's a pretty big step um, joining the committee as as a way of sort of getting to know people and getting more involved um, and, and thank you for doing that it's, it's wonderful for the club yeah. um, have you got any thoughts about how clubs could um, make it easier for newer people to um, to get involved or to, to, to build those sort of social relationships without necessarily having to have people um, take the plunge and do what you did? 
Sure. Look, Ben, I think um, just sitting on the committee, there are so many tasks that can be done. And at first I was taking it all on board. But um, what I've noticed now is that people are very generous with their time. And um, I think at the end of the day, when you volunteer your time, it's just making your child's experience a, a better experience. So when I ask people now, I used to sit back and take a lot of the load on myself, but over the last couple of months, I've started just asking people to do small tasks, um, not necessarily not necessarily complicated tasks, but um, can you maybe um, send some emails out or can you maybe, um, you know, look at um, like what flights are available for an upcoming trip. So they're just very small tasks that anyone can do. So I think a lot of people when they think about a committee can get overwhelmed at some of the tasks that um, are, are there to do. But I guess for a newcomer coming into um, a swimming program or any program, there's so many little things that you can do. Some of them are no-brainers and just, you know, take a minute or two of your time. Some of them can be quite involved. But, um, yeah, I think anyone can come on board and just start with a little task and build up to doing some of the more executive roles. So there's lots to do, lots of little things to do. So many hands make easier work. I certainly agree with that. Um, what sort of reactions have you had from people when you've, you've asked people to help with things? Um, generally fantastic responses. Um, and I know at the end of last year when we had a few of our committee members um, that were moving on, um, I was quite nervous about the prospect of our committee shrinking and not gaining much support. But um, just a few emails and chats and conversations with um, just general parents like myself that just sit on the sides watching their kids swim, I would say 80% of the people that we asked to come on board and help with our committee all put their hand up and said, yes, more than happy to help. And um, even if they couldn't be on the committee, was saying absolutely happy to help with, with any little tasks that you can do that, that you want us to do. So, um yeah, I found it um, very easy to communicate with the... It's a very beautiful culture that we've got at Abbotsley Swim Club. So, like I said, Ben, I think everyone knew that if you're coming on board, it's all going to help the kids in the long run anyway. So there was no power trips. It was just all for fun and all to help out the kids. So, yeah, so it's an easy role and people took to it quite easy. Now, you touched there on culture and a, a beautiful yes. culture and culture is yes. one of those things that's very difficult to describe but everybody can say when there's a good one or a bad one have, have yes. you got any thoughts or advice or comments about how to how to build a positive and and, and good culture in a swim club um well just taking aside the swim club i know at work um, at home, we just have a mantra um, just to have fun. So I think culture, um, it's always great to learn things and um, be involved in something that's maybe achieving your goals. But I think fun is the key element that I try to introduce with my family life, with my work life, and then also, I guess, with my swimming life. So culture for me, if, if my daughter's not having fun, then I'm not going to 
um, ask her to keep on suing, but as long as she's having fun, I think that's uh, the major ingredient um, in, in culture. The same thing as work. Um, I don't do anything earth-shattering at work. I have an administration role, but we have a lot of fun at work and um, we care about each other and we look after each other and we have a lot of fun together. So um, I think for me, culture is all about having fun. So, yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I've, I've <laughs> jotted down a couple of other questions, but I think you've really answered them in terms of how you always appear so positive and secret of your success. It's, it's clear that you've, you know, you've just, you've got a philosophy around, around life that's all to do with fun and that sort of um, comes it. out in everything that you do. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Very good, very good. Well, tell you what, shall we move on to the quick fire round of questions? Sure. What's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you've experienced in swimming? Um, the most beneficial, probably um, just being able to use the Abbotsley website and because that's opened up a whole can of worms with, um, you know, photo galleries and a uh, form of communication and just having a social um, media as well so probably the Abbotsley website or just having a website that is proactive and up to date wow very good okay so it's uh, using digital media to be proactive and communicate yeah. very good right if you officiate okay. at a state meet the lucky door prize is either a bottle of wine or a box of chocolates are you wine or chocolates wine Question three, if you had your time again um, as a parent and volunteer in swimming, what, if anything, would you do differently? Um, um, probably as a parent or official, not much, Ben. I think um, I've just enjoyed um, – I've enjoyed it. I haven't had any negative experiences, I guess – I guess maybe don't listen listen to the grey matter or the gossip. Just see what's in front of you and act what's in front of you. I think um, sometimes having teenage girls or teenagers, there's just lots of um, changes in relationships and I, you just can't get bogged down into all the little things. So just look at the big picture and make sure your kid's having fun and as a parent just let your kid have fun and, let them make their decisions and stand back. What should evolve? Fantastic. Question four. What's your 50-metre freestyle personal best time? Oh, I think it's a 28.2. So I know Sammy's getting closer to that. That's the only time that I can still claim I'm faster at my 13, with my 13-year-old. So I think it's a 28.2. And my mum would actually have that written down in a book somewhere. <laughs> and final question. What's been your most exciting swimming moment as a uh, parent or volunteer? Um, well, my daughter Sammy only really started competing um, a couple of years ago. Um, she was only doing two sessions a week in a small squad program. So um, the fact that she evolved to become a state champion two years ago really took me by surprise. Um, so proud mama moment just watching her win the 100 backstroke at state championships, definitely. 
Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, Joe, thank you so much for your time today. It's wonderful to talk to you about these things. Um, thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much, Ben. It's been fantastic talking to you. Now, before I wrap up, I just want to recommend another podcast that's recently been launched. It's the Off the Blocks Swimming Podcast by Robbie Cox. I find it a really fantastic podcast. He's got interviews with current and former members of the Australian Dolphin swimming team. find it um, the interview is really authentic and fun and absolutely laden with great advice and insights. Um, do check him out. He says that uh, the podcast brings you the latest interviews from Australia's best swimmers and coaches. Off the Blocks is informative, entertaining and thought-provoking. <laughs> well, um, I absolutely agree it is. Just search uh, Off the Blocks. Sorry. Just search for Off the Blocks doing podcast on your favorite podcast player or in Google and I'm sure it will come up. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks very much again to Joe Cox for um, uh, for that interview. Uh, next week, we'll be talking with um, Raquel Beal about nutrition in swimming. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, do please stay dry. <laughs>